0: Uh, Paul, uh, you know, we've been doing this uh, show for 99 episodes, uh, and I mm-hmm. just realized that we uh, actually have a landline. I just got it in a package with our website, you know, uh, I paid a reseller $299 a year for the website, and it just came with a landline. Um, uh-huh. And apparently there's uh, been some activity recently. People have left us some, some messages uh oh wow so i think maybe for our 100th episode so uh let's let's give it a listen
1: uh hey joe and paul this is alex short time listener and long time caller we know each other i just wanted to call in to congratulate you both on a hundred episodes it only took you five years but well done amazing you know joe asked me to call in and uh, drop in a message since I'm apparently like one of the top five fans of the pod and I I just want to make it clear like I wouldn't exactly call myself a fan I mean I I don't want to put labels on it but it's more of a hate follow than anything like yes I, I do tune in but it's but I'm eavesdropping the music you talk about is great as for the show it's not like I'm not like oh I'm such a huge fan you know, it's, there's a difference. I, so, don't take this personally, but it's that's just what it is. It, it, and why is it called Savage Beast? Like, who is the Savage Beast? Like, I know you're both hairy. I know you're smelly, and your like faces are like made for podcasting. So, shouldn't it be like Savage Beast? Anyways, I'm just thinking out loud here. Getting ahead of myself. Happy for you both. Keep it up. Keep this venture going. Don't stop. Sons in four.
2: <laughs> hey, Savage Beast. Longtime listener, first-time caller over here. Wanted to give you a big congratulations on your 50th episode. <laughs> it's your 100th? Ah, shoot. Well, let's uh, just treat it like one of your quarterly recap episodes that are wildly out of date and yet still <laughs> somehow useful. Anyway, like I said, long-time listener over here. I've been thinking about what I've taken away from this podcast And, uh, of all the artists you've introduced me to, I am pretty certain that there's not a single one that I've listened to more than once. And that seems like a real accomplishment. So keep it up. I think if there's anything the world needs more of, it's a podcast of two middle-aged white guys talking about something that only they are interested in. (laughs) Really looking forward to the next hundred episodes. Way to go. Bye.
3: Okay. Quick pause. Um, I just want to say I'm excited to know that um, we have a female listener, and I can't wait to meet her. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, it's my sister. <laughs> Fuck. Ah.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say she sounds like she's she reminds me a lot of you, but you
3: know she seems to be actually funny. So <laughs> <laughs> definitely <laughs> notice the McLeod uh, overenunciation uh, going on there. Um, uh, but, thanks to our fans. Yeah. Uh
0: huh. Alex especially abso- I really appreciate that. Absolutely no prompting from us uh for uh-huh. me um <laughs> uh and I want to apologize to our other friend uh our other fan Jacob who I asked to <laughs> contribute and then I didn't see his reply until today I was like he never replied and I went in my Twitter DMs and he'd replied uh so so oh, damn you know Jake Jacob we're gonna put your roast on the next
3: episode. Classic. The classic yes. Coming later this year. Um all right. Okay. Are we we'll probably do the theme music there or something like that. Yeah. Let's let's do let's do that. Please God, let's all do right. it.
4: Nature and existence are the same thing, basically. Swerve through the curves amazingly. Paint me like a surgical portrait of your soul's wild. Energy, wow. That's beautiful. Bless. Have a nice dream. Peace a lot. Aztec yoga. Kool-Aid. Allah. Woo, woo. Ja, Rasta. Woo. And welcome to Savage Beast. I'm Joe Gallagher. Uh, With
0: me, as always, uh, the only person who would uh, listen to my music opinion for... A hundred podcast episodes. It's
3: Paul (laughs) McCloud. How's it going, Joe? Good. I'm so glad to be here. Still, still, Um, all these years later. Yeah, yeah. it seems very weird that we've been doing this for like a significant portion of our adult lives at this point. I had zero kids. Um, Damn, and a different dog. (laughs) (laughs) I was married. Like it's just, um, and I lived in a house. I lived in an apartment. It's <laughs> oh, you know, there you go.
0: Sunrise,
3: sunset. Mm-hmm. Uh. Ah. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. I don't know. Uh, it's it seems really weird that we a uh, hundred episodes. Like I don't remember what we were talking about for those first sixty that all happened in like the first year and a half or whatever. I
0: I went back uh, and I I listened to like a random uh, one just to be like. And it's just, like, as I listened to it, it must have been, like, episode, like, 54 or something around that line, those lines. And I was, like, I, I remember having this conversation, but, like, I was, like, yeah. wow, we had, like, have had,
3: like, 150 hours of
0: these conversations. <laughs> it's it's kind of amazing.
3: I know. And yet it feels also lazy cuz it's like it's like uh, there are years where it's like less than one a month recently especially. Well, you know, um, as we detailed yeah.
0: lots was happening. Yeah.
3: Yeah. No, but I'm just saying like it feels like ah oh, we're we're like lazy podcasters who don't do much and yet there the it's impossible to imagine how we could have talked this much about all that shit. That's that's a that's a good point. Um, and also
0: it just it 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 only matters that we did it. <laughs>
3: <That's>, <laughs> exactly. It's, it's, it's only do or not do. <laughs> yeah. No. It's awesome. I'm. Uh, I'm proud of it. It's mm-hmm. just amazing.
0: Yeah. I was listening to. I discovered recently the band Jets to Brazil, um, like 20 years late. Uh, good alternative uh-huh. rock or uh, post alternative um from
3: Yeah, they seem like one of those bands that was semi-popular and semi-good and I kind of skipped over them uh when I wasn't paying attention to new music so Yeah, and, and then sometimes I do find that I should have been. It's the guy from uh um
0: Jawbox, another band I know nothing about uh or I Jawbreaker, Jawbreaker. Um, yes. But they were also active from, like, 97 to 2003. So, like, that's still the period where if a friend, like, wasn't into them, like, I wouldn't have, like, really come. It would have been harder for me to come to them. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, their first album, Orange Rhyming Dictionary, is quite good. And I was listening to it, and I was like, man, what does this mean? What is this album that came out then? Like, I need to fit it into everything. You know, this is part of the story. And then I was listening to it a little more. I was like, you know, actually, all that matters is that they made it, and it's good. That's <laughs> just yeah. nothing else matters. And I feel like that applies to this podcast. Like, the only thing that matters is we made it. It's pretty good. There, there's no I, there's no other meaning.
3: Exactly. That's kind of life, Mm -hmm. uh, generally, I think. You just explained it to that. Yes. Um, I had a kid, and it was pretty good. Yeah. Right. Um, (laughs) Right. (laughs) It was not a bad kid. Good enough to have another. (laughs) 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 Um, Uh, Yeah. You know, actually, I don't know. Maybe I want to create space in American society for things to be just like all right, just pretty good, you know? Okay. Instead of the best thing ever, yes, um, this n- is everything.
0: <laughs> um, or unfortunately, that we just have to be careful that we don't go
3: the other direction and become deeply problematic. Oh, I, I would love to be deeply problematic. I was thinking today, I think I would prefer infamy to fame, even as long as it was for the right reasons.
0: It's um, good, like not if, we, if we
3: somehow. P- yeah, yeah, like like yeah, not for something that I think is bad. But if we managed to piss off the entire country somehow, mm-hmm. like actually got yelled at by everybody for something that I thought we should we shouldn't be ashamed of, like that would be fun. I would enjoy that. Uh
0: that could be fun. That could be fun. I mean, it's an experience I'd like to have but then also like to be kind of extracted from any like 20-year yeah. consequences.
3: well if you play it right infamy is as good as money so um (laughs) right we can try exactly exactly
0: um uh but you know we're gonna start start the way we finish finish the way we started uh time is a flat circle um and uh talk about the smashing pumpkins Um, what what that was the subject Huh? i can't believe it actually the, the the episode title was rock is dead um i should have gone back and listened <laughs> to it but i could not bring myself to go back
3: and listen to our shittily skyped first episode yeah uh we should we you know we should actually stop recording now and the rest of it should just be the lost uh episode that we decided not to ever publish <laughs> um
0: Yes, which was mainly because of the horrific echoes that we used to have. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, which I were so bad on that one, like forward and backwards, that I could not keep it in sync when I was... But, <laughs> but was oh, right. I remember that. Yes. That was my
3: fault. Anyway. Um, we figured it out. Y- we did. So, yeah, we're going to do the Smashing Pumpkins again. We're going to talk about them some more.
0: Yes, we are. It's time to uh, bring... Uh, it, the it's the final installment of this gimmick i'm i am i i'm gonna declare that <laughs> of the fantasy draft gimmick <laughs> I,
3: no we're out of bands to do it with uh um, i was we haven't done i don't know sixty seconds to mars Jesus. Um, <laughs> we uh well we out there
0: yeah especially given i mean the uh that we did two episodes in a row where we like just Picked brackets, band brackets, live on air. I think our listeners, oh yeah, need to need a different, different content.
3: That's a draft. Drafts and brackets are different things. I, maybe we should just be looking for more sports lot uh, sports metaphors. To uh, that's true. Hmm. Structure the podcast by.
0: I like it. Um, um. So anyway, yes, we are today. We're doing a Smashing Pumpkins fantasy draft. Uh, it is uh, the episode that's kind of been in the back of my mind to do for a long ass time, uh, certainly ever since we did our Radiohead fantasy draft back in like the first 10 episodes, I think it was. Um, and uh, I am pumped to be doing it. Uh, yeah, it was uh, should I start with the rules? I'll explain. Um yeah, I mean they're very brief. So yeah. So it's a fantasy draft, a snake draft. Paul and I are going to each choose seventeen Smashing Pumpkins songs, uh, seventeen being a special Smashing Pumpkins number. Um and uh we the goal is to pick is to if there is to be a winner, uh which is ridiculous mm-hmm. Uh, the winner will have the uh, best Smashing Pumpkins mixtape. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you can kind of define that as you will, but I kind of see it as, you know, the best songs, but also a cohesive uh, document of the band, something that represents Mm. uh, their many uh, outstanding qualities. Excellent. Uh, Loud, soft, Um, dynamic, epic etc
3: yeah yeah and at 30 seconds per selection uh we should be done with this in um i don't know half an hour (laughs) yeah less
0: exactly i'm sure that's how it how it will go um there's Uh one extra rule which is that uh we we must have one track each from each of the major albums uh so um gish siamese dream melancholy adore and machina uh but no no selections are required from uh ancillary albums such as Pisces, The Airplane Flies High, Machina 2 even though uh I feel dirty saying that those are anything but essential but we got to keep things got to keep uh, things a little loose
3: I bet all of those will end up on mine as well as seer and tea garden by no. <laughs> no, anything from the, the <laughs>
0: 2007 period onward is banned.
4: This is a classic.
0: This is a classic Smashing Pumpkins draft. We're putting that into the title.
3: There is no chance that any of those songs are in my top 50 Pumpkins songs. They're not in my top hundred. So maybe maybe the one from Oceania could make my top hundred. Yeah, um, there's one Zeitgeist. The Zeitgeist. Uh, yeah, Zeitgeist. That's the one I meant. Yeah. The the main song from Zeitgeist, yeah. Tarantula. Like, I would, would, yeah, I don't know.
0: Top 150? Maybe, at least. (laughs) Top half.
3: Yeah. I have 200, I have exactly 200 Pumpkins tracks in my YouTube uh, uploads library, so. Nice. um, There you go. So that means, yeah, it's 70, 25th percentile to make the top 150. Anyway, uh, let's talk about their good music, I think. Paul, how did you prepare for this draft? Um... I when you texted me um, to say you'll be ready w- within the hour, mm. I picked my 43 favorite Smashing Pumpkin songs and put them in rough order.
0: <laughs> very nice, very nice. Um, I uh, I've been working on this off and on since we decided on the topic. Uh, I just took it as an excuse to re-listen to to some Pumpkins albums. Uh, never a bad thing. Yeah, uh, nice to listen to them for a different purpose besides. Uh, Grafting the emotions I felt in high school uh, onto some current lame situations.
3: What? I I missed like twelve seconds of that. Okay, it was just completely cut out. Um, you back? Am I back? Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm hearing you
0: now. Okay, I said it's nice to listen to. Let's let me back up a little bit in case you missed it more. Um, I used it in. You were listening to some albums. Yeah. Yes, I used it as an excuse to listen to some. Uh, listen to some Pumpkins albums um, for a purpose other than grafting uh, my high school emotions onto the <laughs> lame current situations of my life. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> um, and it's kind of fun because uh, the Pumpkins, they produce so many good songs in a short period of time. Um, you know, technically 88 to 2000, but really like 91 to 99 is when these were recorded. Mm-hmm. And they all flow together pretty well. So, uh, it was fun. It was, it makes for a lot of, um, uh, you know, there, there are a lot of, there's a lot of choices that would fit together. Um, yeah. And
3: what I noticed in doing it is that I realized like how, like when when we did the Radiohead draft, like mm -hmm. I think of Radiohead as an albums band, of course, of course, but (laughs) of course, uh, but even but actually, I feel even more that way with the pumpkins like it did not seem to me easy to feel like I was picking out the essence of the band by selecting my favorite songs from them mm. that like looking at this top list, I don't feel like that explains why I love the pumpkins so much just looking at the the top ten songs in order interesting
0: um, yeah I yeah, I kind of my um my experience well what i did was i went album by album and i i ranked mm-hmm, the songs within the album and then okay. i took my top ones from each album and and to you, to and created a big board which i then yes ranked um and okay. I, i'd say that i'd say that you know i don't know I, I might not have that effect as much because i feel like the stuff the top 15 on my list especially uh are so good that they fit to. They're just. It's would be such an awesome album if I were to get all of my top fifteen.
3: That oh I yeah, I agree be, with that. Um, I'm just saying that song twenty five. Uh, I do. I think it would is represent not what much I worse to them. me than song fifteen. Um, it would and, be and uh, yeah. Huh? Wait, what'd you say? I said. I, I said, I'm just saying that like song 25 is like not much worse to me than song 15. So it's like, it's, it's, I don't know. I guess what I'm saying is like, when I think of the Pumpkins, I think of the experience of like listening to all of Siamese Dream or listening to the first half of the Blue Disc or something like that. Um, Yes. As opposed to picking out songs, even, and, and even Radiohead, I feel like I think of more individual songs than their albums in, in this when I'm thinking of it that way, which is not to dismiss their albumness at all. Ah, uh, I think we have um, that a little.
0: We have that a little reversed. I probably think of Radiohead's more. I find it harder to cross the album barrier.
3: Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, let us cross the album barrier, Joe.
0: Uh, Paul, we have songs. we have one other matter here that's important, which yeah. is who's picking first.
3: Right. Yeah. Um, I was thinking we could do it this way. I don't know. I think this mathematically works, and uh, there's probably easier ways. But if we each think of a number, and let's say if it's odd, uh, you go first and, and sum them. Uh, if the sum is odd, then you go first, and if the sum is even, then I go first. So uh, I like that. Of, yeah. Um, um, so it can be any number. literally doesn't matter. Do you, you just pick one, and I'm going to uh, – here, what we can do is we can IM them to each other simultaneously, so we can't cheat. Um, <laughs> I um, okay.
0: Uh, right. Wait, I've 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 typed my number in. Wait, even your first so, odd? I'm first. Yes. Okay.
3: Ready, set, go. You're first. Yes. Yep. Okay, here right. we go. The, the <laughs>
0: 2021 Classic Pumpkins Fantasy Draft now begins. Dun, dun,
3: dun, dun. I bet you know my first pick i have to i'm not even i'm not going to try to be strategic on this mm-hmm. uh so it would be poor decision because i've told you this is my favorite song from them so if you remember then you could get it so i'm going with hummer yes the the incredible uh is it the fourth or the fifth track <laughs> it's the f- <laughs> <Damn> <laughs> it's it. fourth track yeah the incredible That's... fourth track from siamese dream um which I, I'm not going to wax on each and every one of these. But I've said before what I love about it so much. I'm pretty sure it's been on a, one of our like mini playlists or something like that. Um, but um, it's uh, it's like just the perfect blend of the pumpkins rocking really hard and the pumpkins being um, uh, sad, but in a serious as opposed to with, you know, they could sometimes be self-indulgent, but this is just like sort of philosophically sad in a good way, a bittersweet even. And uh, the whole song is bittersweet. Uh, it's uh, hard but uh, beautiful, and uh, uh, beautiful but sad. So, um, and and it it really takes you on a whole journey uh, to the sort of much more peaceful ending than the beginning, which is a rare song structure for the Pumpkins or any band.
0: Uh, yes, and it's it's they it has that long outro that is has some mm-hmm. really cool lyrics, and um, like you said, it's. An incredible, like clean, beautiful, anthemic alternative rock song that turns into um, something uh, more unexpected. And yeah, it's classic cool. Pumpkins uh, was in my absolutely in one of my one of my top picks. Uh, it was actually second on my my big board. so um, not the least because I knew you would pick it early uh yeah (laughs) Uh, did you say it was
3: second on your board yeah i put it up there yeah i mean it's a great song i'm I'm impressed that we both have it that high but like you said strategy figured in for you still
0: it's a deep cut that's become an absolute fan favorite and i think there's there's a reason why um okay that's interesting
3: because i i I feel like i loved it early on and it's cool that the community feels that way all right move on
0: yes um strong first pick that gives me um uh, the next two picks, uh, I will take the top song on my board, which is, I think the, uh, which is my favorite, um, loud quiet, loud quiet, devastatingly sad, smashing pumpkin song, and that's mayonnaise.
4: Um, Ooh,
0: okay, good choice. Yeah, um, which uh, has uh, it? It's defined by. Uh, The Pumpkin's using a very, very shitty Japanese electric guitar in the chorus that makes a weird ringing sound when you stop playing it. Um, But it has (laughs) Billy's beautiful lyrics. Um, It has a really cool intro and outro co-written by James. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, this huge wall of guitars chorus. Yeah. Written by, I mean, uh, produced by Butch Vig Siamese Dream. Um, no surprise, mm-hmm. Siamese Dream is the top two choices here. Um, yeah, I think there were, there were, uh, um, you know, the album is hey, it's one of their best two albums. <laughs> There's <laughs> not really much debate about that. Um,
3: yeah, and this is, um, this is my second Siamese dream song on my board mm-hmm. and my fifth overall. So there you go. Couldn't really agree much more uh, about all that.
0: Uh, for Great pick track. Yeah. Uh, for my, uh, for third pick, my second overall, um, I'm again going, uh, with an emo, an emo classic, uh, which uh-huh. is the, uh, track 12 disc one melancholy muzzle. Um, uh-huh. uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> probably i knew that would be high up for you yes um some of billy's most personal lyrics um and uh it uh starts with i fear that i am ordinary just like every everyone (laughs) (laughs) yes you do billy
3: and yes so do we all yeah i do love that that is like the most it's like, it's like, you know, so I guess it's not the most Billy lyric because m- the most Billy lyric is inscrutable. It makes no sense unless you're uh, thinking about whatever weird images he h- had the way he was. But for, for a lyric where he, for, for when he drops all the poetic uh, floweriness and just decides to just say what, he's, what he means, like that is the most Billy sentiment, I feel mm-hmm. like.
0: <laughs> Uh and this features a classic pumpkin structure of verse chorus, verse chorus, and absolutely insane outro. Um, mm-hmm. and uh, some of the best Jimmy drumming on a non on sort of a, a more conventional track. Um, yeah, uh, and uh, the iconic um lyrics of the, I don't know which. I don't yeah, those just are call the, the lyrics. Outro, w- but yeah,
3: yeah. I don't know what you call it. Uh, coda, even maybe. Yeah, but the it's like louder at than that.
0: the end. Um,
3: yeah, that's and they get back into the lyric, the mode I was talking about. Like, uh, I knew the secrets in your spires mm-hmm. and so forth. Yeah,
0: which is really cool. <laughs> you know, it's it's sort of like uh, I think one of the things which will recur here is how good pumpkin songs are in a giant arena or if they were just being played acoustic in front of you uh you know it it works in both places not and not in a gimmicky way uh they're beautiful absolutely paul you're Mm
3: -hmm. on the board pick four and five what you gonna get oh man okay well muzzle was my third uh melancholy choice Mm. on my board but my fourth overall which means if you're doing the math my second and third choices are still there, and they're both melancholy, mm. um, and they're very Exciting. similar. I feel I feel like they're uh, they're like sister songs. Uh, one on the red disc, one on the blue. Um, I'm just gonna do them both together. Uh, uh, Through the eyes of Ruby at number two, and yes. Porcelain of the Vast Oceans at number three. Um, these songs kill like mm-hmm. my first uh, like my first choice. Um, they do a thing that I really love where, like, the song gets going. I mean, maybe Porcelain doesn't quite fit this, but it kind of does. Uh, the song gets going, and the guitars are in there, and it's it's rocking, and you're like, oh, okay, this song is good. We're grooving all of a sudden. And then the, so- the guitars, like, really kick in, like, two degrees higher than they were already, and um, you sort of just get blown backwards. Um, so, yeah. Uh, they also just feel like um, – like Billy trying his very hardest to make the best possible song, uh, there. Um, yes. they got that there. epic quality. It, yeah. Um, it feels like, like he's like, man, if I was making Bohemian Rhapsody, this would be it or something like that, you know, his version. Um, but yeah, um, they're, uh, they both have, um, sort of like similar, sort of like soaring, uh, lyrics about, uh, that are, like, just sort of about, you know, a feeling of being alive or a philosophy rendered poetically or something like that. And um, they they take you through movements of, uh, you know, sort of rapture and then beauty and then just, like, uh, uh, rocking the hell out. So um, that's uh, – it's like, it's like a microcosm of the whole band and a couple of different songs that they recorded at the same time, basically.
0: Yeah, they're both um... – both have been my favorites. Uh, Ruby is you know absolutely that Ruby was near the top of my list uh, great song um, that has uh, the um I, I think I think of all his his epic songs, uh, the band's epic songs probably the most successful in its um, uh reigning in the excesses but still being like you know at right at a 9.9 like never never like going yes, over exactly the limit. <laughs> um and that's that's something that makes it great and of course porcelain has uh some of the most classic pumpkins guitar riffs in it so yes uh, oh two, my
3: god yes two awesome yeah. songs
0: we just listened to porcelain on a boat uh yeah I, I was
3: gonna say we can definitely recommend if you are speeding on a speedboat on a large lake uh, with a sound system that can do it, uh, crank porcelain as you uh, ride into the sunset. It yes. Yes.
0: Um, strong choices. I like it. Uh, Ruby. Uh, By the way.
3: Yes. I have a, we have five songs selected, and it's my – I mean, granted, three of them were mine, but these my those are my five top songs on my board. Yeah. Uh, Yes, Sorry, boy, these are daughter, you, but yeah. <laughs>
0: yes, yes, I'm very very close to the same. Um but uh actually I'm about to pick the fifth song on my board um which uh, uh along with Ruby uh were it was it was basically tied. I was like I was like I must have one of these two songs and it's going to be uh Starla um mm-hmm. Pumpkins uh their early epic um recorded even during the gish era but um you know sounds like something that came straight from from siamese dreamer melancholy um it is a haunting building song uh, that has several different parts um you know that were sort of welded together um including uh the outro a grinding um I don't know, darkly triumphant riff, which is incredible, mm-hmm. both incredible guitars and drums. Um, it's it's uh, yeah, it it's in contention for my favorite
3: moment of any Pumpkin song.
0: Um, some of uh, this, yeah.
3: Yeah, I knew you would get to that track before me, and um, <laughs> I felt mean even trying to think of taking it from you. It's a great song, but I, I know you hold it in high reverence. I think you once told me, uh, you can tell the true Pumpkins fan uh, if they know when Starla is going to end, which honestly, I'm not sure I do. I um, may have, I know, I,
0: I don't know, I'd have to see, <laughs> I may have lost my touch with that now, but at one yeah. time, um, that that was me. Um, yeah,
3: yeah. Um, Damn. it's it's definitely like it's a challenge because you're like it could be and then no and then it could be and then no it's great um yeah what do you got next so next um what i wanted to do uh
0: was uh as we're out as the top five my top five is off the big board um but i think what's up here now is um this is a long umming intro uh, I'm going to pick mm-hmm. what I think is uh, Billy Corgan's uh, best pop song he ever wrote, uh, the song that I think he'll be remembered for the most, uh, which is mm-hmm. 1979. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a song that mm-hmm. that if I'm making a, a Pumpkins compilation for someone, I just absolutely have to have this one on it. Uh, it is, uh, captures the Pumpkin ethos perfectly uh, with its... Uh, laid back uh, too cool for the horrors of existence., um, uh, you know, Gen X mellowness. Um, <laughs> and beautifully produced an mm-hmm. singular in their catalog. And yeah, uh, one of their one of their best
3: songs,, uh, obviously. Un- unassailable choice. Um, uh, I think it's funny because, you know, I think, I think the song sort of wants to be taken as like a, a little bit of a, a little rebel anthem type of thing, you know, sort of a quiet one, but nonetheless. Um, but it's actually probably like a, a classic example of like how much less cynical Billy was than all the other, the, the, the sort of image of the 90s rock god uh, dude. Uh, you know your Malcolmus or your Cobain or something like that. Yes, because um, it's a pretty sincere song about just like, you know, feeling cool because you're young and how magical that feels. Uh, and um, uh, I don't know, it's it feels like more of a song uh, that a '70s kid like Billy like would. I don't know, it's, it feels more of the '70s than the '90s uh, than anything else. I realize he was born in the '60s, but yeah. Um, it is it is singular in your, their catalog, like you said, and just very very sweet, surprisingly sweet.
0: Yeah, and it's 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 there's an innocence to it, which uh I, yeah, as you said, I'm not sure how much Billy wanted to celebrate that, but um, yeah. it's very prominent in the song. Um, mm-hmm. and,
3: okay. Yes. Yeah. We so here's see- where the draft is getting personal. Um, cause I decided when I was ranking these, I was like, I'm just picking the songs that like, I've thought about the most over the years. Um, yes. The songs that have been stuck in my head and used, you know, as you said, to, uh, to, to serve as a, a, sort of, um, uh, what do you, what should I say? Uh, a pantheon of my, for my, uh, if, if you will, for my teenage emotions. Um, and this is where that gets real. I'm excited. So I'm excited. Is, my sixth choice is Blank Page, the last real song on a Wow. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which is uh, so sad. Uh, possibly even forced into its sadness, but like just super pretty. I actually learned how to play this on the piano at one point. Um Which it's a great little uh, chord progression. I also uh, uh, remixed it into a song that was made entirely of pumpkins uh, samples at one point. Um, And um, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. It's actually I still like that actually. Um, Oh, we got to play it uh, again this episode. (laughs) I'll dig it up. Um, And uh, I don't know. Uh, This is definitely really meaningful to me um in some periods where i was thinking too much about some girls um the song really <laughs> yes. uh really nailed that um and uh, uh that's all i have to say it's just so beautiful and so sad the it's got the piano it's got great you know haunting pre- uh reverb on the piano and then um a couple of really gorgeous billy vocal moments which um he he made more uh he punched he he sorry i'm trying to think of the right metaphor he uh he punched above his weight vocally a few times and I think uh this is one of the examples.
0: Yes, um I it's it's a uh in its quiet deliberate nature, I think it admits to the um you know the the real emotions of Billy more than most pumpkin songs um and certainly its singular moment of uh you know uh take a day, plant a tree mm-hmm. uh may it shade you from me is uh <laughs> was it's just wonderful and we've talked we talked about it on our door episode, but uh it's a
3: um
0: yeah, it's one of their best sad songs mm-hmm
3: Uh. Um, And then the next one, my songs have been landing in pairs so far. The next one is uh, uh, almost equally as miserable. Um, And uh, this is a real personal choice. It's uh, B-side from the Tonight Tonight single, Rotten Apples. Nice. uh, Which is a weird song. Dude, Um, yes. But honestly. (laughs) I I knew you were going to. That one I knew you were going to pick. Oh really? Okay, I've made my love for this clear before.
0: Yes, um,
3: yes. Okay, yeah. I'll get into I don't it know. in a second. Um, yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah, it's it's a weird song, um, and uh, just uh, such a sad, lovesick uh, poem that has also again been really useful to me at times, um, and somehow the like weird, like I, I don't know if oversung, but just like. Um, uh almost uh, you know whiny vocals are um uh and then the weird harmonium in the background uh just just match perfectly um with the uh, completely miserablest sentiments of the song um and i love it yes i think uh, a
0: little draft analysis here uh i just you know thinking about the that's The Tonight Tonight single is in the Airplane Flies High box set, which is all the melancholy singles. And Mm -hmm. as I was going through those, uh, I realized that, you know, that's one of my favorite songs. Absolutely one that I played over and over. Um, Mm -hmm. But, you know, not my favorite song from that single. And I was like, you know, Paul and I probably like each have like a slightly different favorite from each of these singles, but then could also probably like figure it out. (laughs) The other one. So that's... (laughs) that that thought went through my head so i'm not surprised to see it here and it really is uh again um when it comes to you know just billy and the guitar and
3: a little instrumentation
0: yeah. um near near perfect
3: mm-hmm. dirty your face with longing grace is a good i'm mm-hmm. sad about a girl line it's yes really, really good um, um, what's the here, i'm going to go grab a one beer okay oh yeah oh was it on the no, discussion ahead. still i
0: okay. was just going to say the the uh the what's the one weird line from rotten apples that i've always tried like uh um hold on i've got to make i've got to make this point let me get to the lyrics cuz i want to get it right um, you do well, I'll get a beer okay Figured out? Yes. It's, uh, I just restless in my speech and rootless in my teach. I just yes. love Billy using teach as a noun. Uh,
3: yeah. Very, uh, very it's classic, great. <laughs> Billy. <laughs> so vacant in my breach. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I good, man. The good the way he sings it. Absolutely.
0: All right. What do you got for us? Yeah. Um, uh, I'm going to, my songs will be in a similar sad vein. Um, first, I'm going to stick with Melancholy and go with 33. Uh, mm-hmm. I think this song is a uh, brilliant piece of music and craftsmanship by Billy. Um, uh, I think in s- certain way, it's... Uh, The most um, uh, it tugs the heartstrings the most as one of his love songs, like without being too Mm -hmm. sad. um, uh, The way the chorus is, and you know the lyrics are, and you can make it last forever. But it's sort of you Mm -hmm. know the looped in a strange way. So forever, and then you, as he sings it again, are in the same line. Um, and the song was created by tuning a bunch of guitars to the same like cool, like just like e I, I got I, I can get it I, I'm not gonna I'm gonna get it wrong but they uh the unique sound is from playing like six different guitars all at the same time, mm. um like a string instrument um so that's awesome. yes, uh it's got um uh yeah it's it's i think like 1979 there's a little bit of innocence to it which when you mix that in with the pumpkin's usual um humorous dread works really well um then uh next a song that i think fits well with it uh but is more of a quiet beauty is uh to sheila the first track of a door um I mm-hmm. think that it is my favorite song on Adore, and mm-hmm. I absolutely, um, uh, can I say I adore it? I adore it. Um, uh-huh. I don't want to belabor it, but you go back and listen to our classic Adore episode. Uh, but we were listening to it recently, again, uh, on the shore of the lake at dusk by a
3: bonfire, and it just, it fit that mood perfectly. <laughs> yes, Um we absolutely had to listen to that there. What a great song. Yes. Uh, it's my second Adore choice on my list, but not by much. and easily could have been first. It's so good. It um, is. Also, yeah. By the way, on 33, it's uh, Genius has it in the about for the song. The stringy sounds are part vocoder plus five slide guitars tuned to one note each to create the chord. So you create, you create a five-note chord with five different guitars at different notes. So... Yes, that's very pumpkiny. <laughs> yeah,
0: and the and the probably like taking three days of screaming to do it, you know,
3: <laughs> just <laughs> exactly uh, getting mad at each other in the studio. Yep, um, no, those are two great songs, man. Uh, uh, especially "To Sheila" for me is um, mm-hmm. it's so beautiful. There's not really. I think it's like, that's what, that's also one of the most, along with 1979, one of the most universal pumpkin songs. Like, I think almost anybody would like it. Uh, yes. And, and, or at least not hate it, you know? Yes. Um, You're yeah, up. Yeah, I can't argue with those. So, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, we need to get louder. Um, and we're sticking with Siamese Dream for both of these. Uh, we're gonna start with where v- boys fear to tread. The first disc, the first track mean, from the blue you disc. You mean
0: melancholy?
3: Oh, did I say Simon's dream? I you meant did. to say melancholy when I said that. My bad. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, so this song, we were talking about it on uh, Instant Messenger recently because um, our friend Mark, friend of the show, I think, um, was <laughs> asking about music we use to to audition audio gear, and. Um, I suggested that this was mine partially because of the way it sort of builds up like each element of the song into until you're getting into uh you know a song that is as hard as any pumpkin song there is so you get to that's just useful i feel like for auditioning audio gear but then when you do get into it it's um it's just like that perfect sort of like dynamic uh 70s sabbath type of heavy metal riff um with then I think we talked about the song recently, I would feel like. Um, then with like R&B backing vocals on it as well, um, which I think is weirder. I, I feel like that's weirder now than I thought it was in the mid-90s when I listened to it. Because um, <laughs> uh, it's almost like he prefigured like fucking sleigh bells uh, with that <laughs> move. Um, but uh, so that song rules. And then... It's also great because, uh, to use for audio checking, by the way, because then you just start listening to all the songs after it, including Bodies is an absolutely great song to test for hard rock purposes on audio mm-hmm. gear. Um, and then you're at 33 pretty soon and all the rest of that. disc. But yes. anyway, um, so yeah, we're boys for you to tread. Uh, absolutely killer Pumpkin's hard rock song. Yes. And with um, some great fucking lyrics, too. Uh, yes ink, ink the lavender sky <laughs> that's great uh then my next choice is also melancholy um this is one that i feel like should be a famous song but isn't um here is no why mm-hmm. uh, w- which for i you know like i think also i have like a a sort of index of hardness on all pumpkin songs in my head and this is like this one is like the very hardest end of the not heavy metal uh, se- section of the pumpkin stuff. So it's just like, you know, a good uh, hard rock pop rock song sort of in a way. And uh, it's just so fucking catchy. Uh, the riff and the lyrics. And it's both, um, both in the verse where, uh, you know, it's not so much a loud, quiet, loud thing. It's pretty loud in the verse, too. But then um, the chorus is just awesome. Um, the way there's a line and then basically the whole band does a fill for like a measure or two and then they go back into the chorus some more and uh it's got a great um solo and everything so i love that song uh
0: they have pumpkin. i love that song too uh it's it's was in my um you know songs it was on my big board uh and definitely could have got to it uh and they have this whole class of songs like Here Is No Why that that kind of, like, lie in wait. Like, you write right, it should be mm-hmm. more famous. And you listen to the album, you're like, oh, yeah, oh, right, fuck, yes, this song is this, you know? And <laughs>
3: yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it's in the middle of a bunch of famous songs, like, like you know. It's tonight, between tonight Zero and, and Zero and everything else.
0: It's <laughs> literally between Zero and Bullet With Butterfly Wings. I mean, you yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, again, another uh, another fan favorite uh i think mm-hmm. um certainly a banger yeah got to love the bangers i am up mm-hmm. um hmm. you know i've gotten a lot of a lot of good choices now i'm starting to now, but i'm starting to uh think a little bit more about what fits with what what i've picked so far um mm. and Hmm. You know what? Uh I'm gonna stick with uh I'm gonna go I'm gonna go a little bit down my board uh and uh-huh. get uh Siamese Dream Cherub Rock. It just sound, it's uh-huh. still in my top fifteen. Um the first track off Siamese Dream um an absolute banger um a uh, anthem for disaffected kids who think selling out sucks and are gonna
3: do it anyway (laughs) um yeah that this kind of has to be the first track on your mixtape though you realize that like it's hard to hard to go into that i mean maybe actually if the previous song sort of really fades out then you could build back up with the beginning of this one i don't know yeah but it's got it's it's such a great album opener um with just the drum thing and then the guitars and then both together
0: or if you're coming back in after some quiet songs yeah it's time to rock again for the encore
3: Um, that would work that would work for sure yeah uh there Uh, you go great song
0: uh and then Concert classic. Um, And then I'm going to follow your lead and, and I'm going to get a song. The last song in my top 15 that I absolutely have to have because it's so personal to me uh, by starlight, the second to last song Mm. on melancholy. Um, One of my favorite pumpkin songs. It's a sweet um, alternative rock lullaby um, with some really beautiful guitar work. Uh, that is so good on a quiet, peaceful evening Um, and just seems to really tell a story of longing that has always connected to me. Uh, The the lyrics of the chorus are, Dead Eyes, Are You Just Like Me? Mm -hmm. And Billy kind of starts uh, repeating that line, Are You Just Like Me? Um, in a way that um it seems to be bringing something to a close, it's near the end of the album. I don't think that's the mistake, and it just it it feels like something where someone's far away or in in time or space, and that that <laughs> that feeling has been use- useful to me uh in my or has applied yeah. to me many times <laughs> um
3: yeah. Great song. I actually forgot to consider it, really, um, which is not to say I don't like it, but I definitely, um, I don't think it has reached that quite that same place in my heart, uh, Mm -hmm. which is not to say I have not loved it uh, very much over the years. Um, It is really good. And actually, it should have been on my list. Um, The the Dead Eyes part that you mentioned is uh, excellent. Really good. Um, Was that two? That's two,
0: Rock and By Starlight. Uh,
3: Okay. Um, should I share?
0: Right. Hold on. Before Should I share? I, I'm putting it all together. I have like a nice little tracker document. I,
3: I'm keeping track of it myself. I, I certainly know mine. Um, I'm c- keeping track of which ones you've selected so I don't select them. So um, we, You don't need to share is what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay. I feel good about these selections. All uh, right. We're going back to Siamese Dream now. Um, sexy. At some point I should make sure I get my gish and uh Machina songs in. There. Mm-hmm. Um but anyway, uh this one I think you'll be mad about. I'm going to take Soma. Um, okay. I'm, yeah, um which I'm is I'm, def-
0: I'm happy for you. I'm I'm going wh- to say I'm happy. I'm going to say I'm happy for you and not mad.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stay <laughs> positive. Staying in positive. Uh this is another one with a classic uh uh, one of the, one of the few really awesome uh, James Eha songwriting credits uh, for the uh, uh, bewitching, uh, to use an NPR word, uh, guitar intro, um, and then uh, it goes into um, uh, one of the more pleasingly bitter uh, Billy uh, Lovesick songs. Um,
0: pure pure angst. One where,
3: yeah, just just getting angry about not being loved the way you want it to be. Um, turning all that hurt into, into infective. Um, and, uh, then, um, yeah, it explodes into, um, a truly extended rage, uh, fest of, uh, Siamese dream guitars, exactly like you love them. Um, and, uh, yeah, if you're, if you're angry about a boy or a girl or anybody else, um, uh, Soma is highly recommended any gender. Yes. Any of them. Uh, and then next, um, we're going for, I think this is probably, probably the most fun hard rock pumpkin song, unless you count zero, which is pretty fun. Uh, but geek USA. Nice. Um, yeah, this song, it's like three songs jammed together. Um, they were all very exciting and fun. And, um, uh, it's got a it's got a fun gook it's it's like that's like such a 90s title it really crushes the the uh, sort of ironic uh, 90s alt rock title uh, form right there um, but uh, one of the few one of the few songs that uh, you don't have to be angry at all to uh, rock the hell out to uh, with the pumpkins angry or sad
0: that's a really good way to put it I think that you um uh it is fun it's fun trouble
3: <laughs> exactly
0: um, um and uh it's got uh again three very different very
3: good mm-hmm. parts to it which makes it classic pumpkins also syncopation uh i love it and the pumpkin they really uh, go to it on this one mm-hmm. all right joe your choice. You've
0: gone with we're halfway through. You've gone with a lot of epics mm-hmm. on your side, Paul. I like it. I know. Yeah. I'm going
3: to need some some more some filler to make it stick all together, I think.
0: <laughs> um uh I am going to go um with uh do 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 I always get indecisive as these things go along. Um but uh, I'm gonna grab an ep- another epic song myself. Uh, I'm gonna uh-huh. take from the same period of Star as Starla. I'm gonna take "Drown." Um, mm-hmm. uh, it's what were you gonna say? Oh, I was just like, good choice. That's all I was saying. Yeah, it's straight uh, off the originally off the singles soundtrack. Uh, couldn't be more Gen X again. Um, yeah, a uh, uh, kind of a, a weirder, less, uh, you know, uh, less less. Uh, the the bitterness is not here as much as um, a you know seems strangely um, um, detached,
3: a detached anger in this song and a uh, really- yeah. I mean, I feel like that that Gish era stuff. He's more like a he's more like a seventies hippie uh, a little bit, um, like Age of Aquarius type lyrical shit. I
0: um like, at the may- time with Billy. Yes, maybe my favorite intro for any uh <laughs> uh Pumpkin song mm-hmm. uh, in terms of its li- the little uh you know undistorted riff um and a uh if you've got the extended version going uh, which you
3: should. You should not listen to the dumb oh, yeah. short
0: version on the greatest hits record. Um this really cool Oh my ass. god,
3: they shortened it on the greatest hits record? They did. I didn't it's even realize that.
0: One of Billy's worst decisions a really good uh feedback. That's solo. so
3: fucking dumb. Really dumb. Man. Um yeah, no matter where you are, I can still hear you when you drown is also a really excellent
0: <laughs> lyric. Yes.
3: yes, it is. Um and then next uh
0: I'm feeling um we're going to go for my uh fucking fun ass banger song uh which is mm-hmm. Pisces is scary. It's Hello Kitty Cat. This song Mm, uh, gets me headbanging, air drumming, just going nuts, even now uh, as an old ass man. Um, It's just fun. It's a fun rock song. It's the most fun you can have with one chord. Yes, exactly. I kind of like that about it.
3: (laughs) Yeah, totally. It's just like, it's almost just like, how could we turn. Uh, one of Jimmy's, uh, sort of syncopated breakbeat uh, rhythms into like, if that was, if we sort of made the whole band be doing that and only doing that at the same time, um, that's basically what that song is.
0: Uh, and, uh, supposedly about Melissa off the supposedly.
3: Oh, really? Yes.
0: Back in her whole Like days. five years
3: before she joined the band? That's correct. Whoa. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. That's wild uh okay yeah anything else on that no all right great songs um drown uh hello kitty cat was not on my board but i did consider putting it on there drowned was on my board and um i mean arguably it's like the best it would have been the best song on gish arguably uh yes it had been put on that album i don't know if it was written yet but it's like it feels like a gish song to me um so yeah um okay uh, all right, I'm still pushing off um, uh, getting a Gish or a Machina song. I will, and it won't be that hard. But I'm going to steal two B-sides that I know you want. I'm going to piss you off. Okay. Uh, they're both from In the Airplane Flies High. Uh, it's Set the Rate of Jerry. Nice. And the Marquise and Spades.
0: Nice. Uh, yeah, Marquise and Spades, that's a tough one.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um, set the Rate of Jerry, I, we've had this discussion before. It should be on the album. Could easily be on the second half of the blue disc in place of, say, Beautiful or uh, uh, Lily or something like that. Not that those are bad songs, but this song is awesome. Um, it is. It has my single favorite hi-hat in the history of, hi- history of music when Jimmy just drops an open hi-hat in the middle of the second verse for no reason. Um and um uh yeah you when you listen through all those b-sides it sounds more put together than a lot of the other songs and if it gotten the full album treatment even more so i'm sure um and then the marquee and spades uh this is um i think this song has some of my favorite attitude of any pumpkin song um like billy's very good at kiss offs and this is um kind of his most uh deranged and uh uh, yelpy angry kiss off um it just sounds really really angry but but without uh but still funny uh which is not always the case when billy is pissed off um so uh it's just a great song with a great riff that again that's it's one of the songs on the uh b-side collection that um Possibly benefits from its lo-fi recording compared to everything else. Uh, totally, it's just great. Yes, yeah.
0: Um, it's a it's a fantastic. Uh, uh, it's on my bangers list, um, and it uh, it has. Again, it's kind of more in that fun, fun uh, area where it's it's angsty, but um, you can yeah. just you kind of see the teenage part of it is is blatant. And uh-huh. it's it's less serious because of it. Now the great songs uh, we've talked about set the ray uh, previously mm-hmm. on our um, uh, why listening to music stoned uh, <laughs> is good episode. Yes. Uh, but those are both great b sides. You've been doing. I, I commend your airplane flies high work here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to tell you. That's it's just so good
3: that whole box set. It's I stupid. had.
0: A lot of this is uh you know, my mood as I was putting this together. I feel like in a different on a different week, those songs may have been higher on my list. Uh, yeah, I'm surprised
3: to hear they yeah, I expected cert- them to be.
0: I don't know why, but uh, you know uh i I've been really, you know kind of tacking more to the mainstream with my pumpkins love. Um, interesting. but um we don't have to get into the meta analysis. Uh because what we're yeah. really doing is slowly putting together an amazing 34 song <laughs> pumpkins playlist. <laughs> exactly. Um All right, Joe, what do you have? Yeah, what do I have next? Um let's see. Uh I am going to uh go with I'm trying to figure out what I haven't necessarily been marking what I did and didn't pick very well here. Um mm. Uh, I'm gonna go with a. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, the airplane flies high song highest on my board, which is Jupiter's Lament, uh, mm-hmm. a song that pairs very well with. Uh, it's the song after Rotten Apple, and I think mm-hmm. in my mind those are the two. Those are songs are like two sides of the same coin um in terms of being very sad about a girl <laughs> uh and like Jupiter's lament uh, like I feel like rotten apple is like yeah. sort of your you're lusting for your are it's unrequited and in Jupiter's lament you've you've you had them and lost them <laughs> yes exactly <laughs>
3: uh that's a very good way to put it for sure yeah. it's uh it's the the most and perhaps only gospel moment in the pumpkins history but um gospel might not be wrong right but it, it's like a it's like a a church outdoor sing-along type song and uh um just speaks to the, the range of the band that they would you know it feels like the kind of thing billy wrote just to see if he could write that kind of a song and then it's like actually pretty good at least if you ask me so it's impressive
0: uh it is yes um and then i'm gonna go uh and get um uh, I'm going to go uh, with the evil cyber version of Geek USA, mm-hmm. and I'm going to pick X, Y, U. Uh, oh,
3: great song. The That's ev- actually the closest to my top, to the top of my board you've come in a while.
0: There you go. Um, X, Y, U is <laughs> pairing it with Jupiter's Lament is uh, the most pumpkins thing ever. Uh, it's, Uh they describe it as cyber metal, but it is a angry long, just, uh, ferocious
3: song. (laughs) This is, uh, this is easily to me, the, the, I don't know if it's the best angry about love song, but it's the, it's the most angry about love song. The pumpkins have. And, um, I have, uh, yeah, this is this is the one that has created the greatest therapeutic emotional catharsis for me in my moments of adolescent love rage. Uh, there's yes. nothing better than this song for that. Yes. <laughs> and there's a, there's a
0: few crucial live versions as well where it's really ooh uh, they tease
3: it out and uh, mm-hmm. that's great. In the eyes of the jackal. Uh. Yeah, that's the best line. In the eyes uh-huh. of the jackal, I say That's like really, um, and then screaming it the way he does. Uh, that's, that's like the most like just, you know what, fuck you, I'm doing whatever I want uh, moment in the Pumpkins catalog, I think, is that specific screaming that line that way. <laughs> and then just yes. launching into that weird metal riff afterwards. Um, such a good riff. Oh my yes. God. I just love the 70s riffs on that blue disc on the hard songs. Mm-hmm. That and Where Boys Fear to Tread, where they sort of just range and float up and down and everything. But they're just like sickeningly hard. Ah, it's so good. That's a great pick. Okay. Um, I have some choices to he- here to make. And like you said, it's probably good to start thinking about how things fit in together. So. The first thing I'm going to do here is I'm going to get Gish out of the way Mm -hmm. and take its best song, which is Rhinoceros. Nice. Um, I wanted to pick a more original choice from Gish, but not that it's a bad album. Uh, There are a lot of good songs, but um, it's hard to say that any song is better than Rhinoceros on there. Um, So uh, um, I have that. It's a great classic sort of – uh, trippy early pumpkin song when Billy thought he might want to be sort of a trippy guy. Uh, but he ended up finding. I feel like he thought trippiness was weird, and then he found a way to be weird on his in his own fashion that was even weirder. And that's what you get on like, you know, we only come out at night. Like he just, um, or maybe he just decided that 80s bands were weirder than 70s bands. Um, but anyway, rhinoceros is great. Uh, doesn't. Uh, the pumpkins didn't really go in that direction going forward but um uh just you know pretty much uh a classic the closest they came to classic pumpkins on that first album i feel like
0: um yeah and i think it's i it's one of the oldest songs on that album and i think it's mm. sort of one of the songs that they wrote early on that that i know there's there's a story of like a record executive driving around. They like wore that part of the demo tape out because he liked it so much. You, you definitely
3: know? would. Yeah, it would stand out. Yeah. For sure.
0: And I think it's, it's 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 one of the songs responsible for them breaking through.
3: Yeah, exactly. That's about that's what it was about. To say. S- second, um, second on my gish board. Ah, there you go. I'm curious to hear what you have number one. Um, all right, and then um, next I'm gonna so I got my gish song. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, I'm going to go ahead and knock it out and make sure I get my favorite Machina song, which is, uh, Glass and the Ghost Children. Nice. (laughs) As you can see, I have a taste for the epics. Um, my mixtape is going to be probably, uh, a hundred minutes long, I think. Um, but, uh, uh, this song is like kind of stupid and kind of, uh, silly and, um, I mean, it's, like, actively ludicrous in parts, uh, but it is so good. Um, It's got, like, a Jimmy Drum solo, uh, of all things. It's got um, uh, some of the more wild, like, psych rock style uh, guitar soloing of the Pumpkin's career, especially in the beginning intro section. And um, I just like that it's not afraid to be, like, a big, long intentionally dramatic epic about like I don't you know whatever Billy's weird mythology of the album is um, that even includes like a whole spoken word uh, horror movie manipulated vocal tape therapy session thing um, it's it's so good I just <laughs> I love that he just is like making stupid decisions like this and and making me like it uh, nonetheless
0: yeah it's a really cool song I think this the second half of it um is a beautiful uh beautiful piece of music and the first half is um of course that weird machina vibe that that i Uh that i love um yeah i think you i think you put it well um and definitely underrated um probably because it has the album version has the weird therapy session in the middle of it
3: (laughs) (laughs) which i like i think it's great that they did that um And even the way they come out of that to like the the Billy, um, uh, not Billy, the Jimmy uh, like drums that take us out of that uh, with the rim shots and everything is just like, it's cool. I love it. Um, it's it's so good. Also, one last thought on this: for like ten years, I used to think about um, editing together a like uh, uh, a like fan video using only clips from uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion set to. Um, this song, uh, just because I felt like there were a lot of images from the show that the lyrics reminded me of. Obviously, like they were relatively contemporaneous in my experience of them. So um, finally, I realized that the internet was all too full of fan mashup videos. So I gave up that dream. But if they ever institute a Pulitzer Prize for fan mashup videos or like a Nobel Prize for it, that will be my attempt to earn that prize.
0: Nice. I think you would. Uh, I think that would work very well. Um, I can Thank picture you. it, um, especially having having watched some Ava recently. Um, oh, nice. <laughs> I shouldn't shouldn't admit in public.
3: Um, yeah, I'm getting. Nah. No, Ava is is entering the canon. That's, that's going true. down as one of the great works yes. of literature, and yes. uh, nobody can take that away from you.
0: Uh man, getting a little sad here that there's just not that much room left on my mixtape. So many good songs left to take. Um, mm-hmm. you know, that those decisions are are getting harder and harder. Um I think that uh I think that I am going to <laughs> go with um let's see. Do I have enough? Well, man the choices are hard here paul songs they're songs i'm not gonna get and that's that's sad
3: um mm-hmm. well i mean honestly what we should do is delete this podcast at the end and then make our picks of our 17th through 34th favorite songs each to make mixtapes of and see how good those mix are yes um that'd be pretty good
0: <laughs> i'm kind of looking yeah. at it now it'd be pretty good um But um, I'm going to go ahead and pick – I'm going to go back up to the top of my board, the best song that I have remaining, uh, even though I'm getting Mm -hmm. a little greatest hitsy here, and go with Zero. Uh, Ah, it's a great song. Yeah. Um, Zero is uh, the Pumpkin's hardest rocking hit, Um, Mm -hmm. and we'll get an entire stadium full of people jumping up and down. Uh, It's short – uh it has uh a lot of cool James uh uh soloing in it. Um, I guess with the wah wah pedal is that what he's doing? I don't know. Anyway, I used Maybe. to know, Yeah. Um is the great thing about this podcast is like so much of my pumpkins knowledge has left me. So it's really informative <laughs> for the people listening. Um <laughs> and again, uh some of their most immature lyrics uh, which are still fun. The emptiness is loneliness yes. rant is so silly, and so good.
3: It's so good. <laughs> it's. I feel like he started with the cleanliness is next to godliness thing and just decided to expand it however he could, and uh, got that. It's. I mean, that's like the perfect. I mean, it's stupid, but also as like, uh, as like a thing to make into a radio chant in a pop metal song it's it's actually pretty weird and and ingenious in that context if you think of it that way
0: yes um and uh let's see for my next pick uh i'm gonna go with uh one last uh uh sad song this pick might surprise you paul um, but it is the <coughs> final track on Siamese Dream, Luna. Mm. Um, this song has always. It doesn't me- surprise me too much. Yeah, this song has always meant a great deal to me. Uh, it is my daughter's middle name. Um, uh, hmm. That's not the only reason, but it's one of them. And. Don't uh, dox your daughter, Joe. I won't. Um, <laughs> and no one listens to this podcast. Um, <laughs> and it's just. Uh, it has. Maybe I'm attracted a little bit to the the softer, um, more, uh, you know, I've used the word lullaby before, but uh, this one is just a straight-up love song. And yeah. I love the way uh, Billy sings it. And it's just, this song is, is I have it on here, I think, ultimately because it's um, maybe the song on this list that has most recently become one of my Pumpkin's favorites. And Ooh. the song I listen to... Uh, or I'm happy to listen to uh, now.
3: Um, Great song. Uh, I considered putting it on my list, but um, I'm glad you got it, actually, especially since it's your daughter's fucking name. Yeah, yeah, no, really good. And uh, it's a really great uh, closing song for that album. Possibly, if you're... counting only the last if you're counting actual literal last tracks it's possibly the best last song the pumpkins have although i actually really like the age of innocence too
0: or whatever it is yeah. yeah since farewell and Goodnight is fun but so corny
3: yeah exactly and then adore has the weird you know distorted audio 17 as its final track so that is if blank page counts then blank page is my choice but right uh yeah no great song Um, okay. So now, now I have a choice between the things that are highest on my board and things that fit a little bit better now that we're down to, um, just four tracks left for me. Um, so I'm going to go with shit. I can only have four of these shit, shit, (laughs) um, fuck, fuck. uh okay i'm gonna go with a song that um is possibly the saddest pumpkin song that does not particularly like about a girl i think it's more about family sadness than love sadness Mm. um to forgive Mm. from uh siamese dream yes i knew i
0: knew that was a song you were referring to oh
3: wow nice (laughs) um uh this is like uh this song is about like the vocal melody. I just love it. And then um uh just the, the I guess also the the guitar uh figure as well is um just really beautiful to me. Um but the uh just the especially the verse just like it's it just goes so many places the melody there and um it's very sad the lyrics are good. It's great. I love this song.
0: Yeah, um, I I have the same reaction to it, and it's it's something that as a as a younger man, I just the emotions of this song were were
3: yeah very. It's definitely melodramatic. Applicable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then you know also we're at the point in my we're at the part of my list where it's like does the order really matter that much? So I think as I'm looking at it now, the one I'm feeling the most is. Um, uh, behold exclamation point the nightmare nice, nice. <laughs> um which is uh a, a great song with um a really great stupid pun in the title um and um you know if we're just going like um uh string impact for string impact possibly my favorite use of uh, electric guitar in the Pumpkins catalog with just that one super distorted um, extended chord that they just like you know he just hits and then shakes the guitar for two minutes while it continues to play out um, that comes in the middle of what is otherwise a fairly um, you know sort of soaring little Pumpkins uh, a ballad type thing and uh, just is like the exact right amount of edge to make the song work uh, for me.
0: Uh, yes. It's a, it's a weird song that I very much like um, always kind of surprised me whenever surprises me whenever I actually go back and listen to it. Um, it's it. There, there's a lot going on in it. Um, refer to our refer to our door episode for my thoughts. Um, <laughs> Okay, so for my next two, uh, going to go into my uh, favorite Gish and favorite Machina tracks. Um, get those off the board here. Uh, I mm-hmm. uh, For Gish, um, Rhinoceros was a close, close second, but I think uh, Bury Me is... Oh, that was
3: my number two. I yes, almost picked that first. <laughs> yes, that's, it's uh, really... I didn't cool. even know we shared that opinion, actually. I had no idea that was your favorite Gish song. I had to re-listen
0: to Gish to make sure uh, it was very, it was tightly tight between bury me rhinoceros and snail Um, Mm -hmm. all kind of, I think the strongest songs Uh, with apologies to the singles. I am one and Siva Shiva, which are, um, you know, fun. Uh, But Yeah. yeah, bury me is a, it starts off as a, you know, just pure psychedelic rocker. And kind of breaks down into something more interesting at the end. And you know what? <laughs> you apply that that sentence to a lot of or that phrase to a lot of <laughs> smashing pumpkin songs. Um, but um, it's it showcases their uh, uh, ample talent, their overflowing talent um, as, uh rocksmiths, guitar players, drummers,
3: everything. Yes. Um Yeah. The uh, one little riffy part of that song just completely kills. That's yes. It's so great.
0: Uh and it's a little silly too, which I don't mind. Yeah. Um and then for, yes, Ma- great song. for For Machina, um, my song that is my the favorite on there, um, because I think it's just a beautiful song. Beautiful song, like uh, pop rock song is "Wound." Um, that's my mm, number one Machina song. song. Um, uh, and it's got this—I don't know—I want to call it a, a suburban chorus. It's just this, or you know, uh, driving through the suburbs, radio chorus, and then it kind of gets into uh that pure billy or I'm sorry verse and then in the when you get to the the chorus it's got this hook that is um uh-huh. very uh you know it it sticks with you in a way that is you know that pure machina mystery to use a pumpkin's uh-huh. cliche um and you feel you've triumphed over something but you don't know what it
3: is <laughs> absolutely that's actually a good way to put it yeah. it feels triumphant but what it what exactly it, it's like if there's if there's something he's triumphing over in that song it's like on we or something like that yeah I feel like
0: um and the, the line you know you know if you wait i will wait there's just something mm-hmm. very um uh i just i gotta keep it's going gr- back to the word beautiful i'm like a coach using the word exciting about like the upcoming season <laughs> yeah. or something
3: exactly um well you know i think what's refreshing about it is that um you know certainly by the end of the 90s like billy was like the alt-rock guy who wasn't afraid to just uh you know write sort of a sincere pop song like that you know if you wait i will wait is could have been a fucking supremes chorus um, yeah if you so. love
0: i will love run i will run to my last breath <laughs> yeah.
3: i mean yeah that's that's exactly it. yeah that's just like a that's just like a, an r&b song right there um yeah uh no great song um i for some reason the thing that all the part that always pops in my head is like the title lyric when it's just like wound yes opens like that part is great it's so yes. good yes um easily could have made my list all right these are my the you're done right that's it or did you have another one yes so go ahead pick uh okay
0: now you're free to pick all right. we only come out at these are my last two were
3: <laughs> yeah um we only come out night is a good song despite being it's geared. it's uh,
0: uh it is the last i put it as the last song on my list as as like all the way at the bottom like never to get to just as an honorary position i'm like yeah. it's good enough to be on the list i love it
3: i f- i feel like it's almost a complete throwaway like it's just got that dumb drum machine and little synth loop thing but it just gets stuck in my head all the time for no reason that's the um, twist. Anyway. That's the twist. It's the yeah.
0: 18th song on both of our mixes.
3: Exactly. <laughs> um, okay, this is tough. These are my last two songs. Um, <sighs> okay, so the highest song on my board remaining is for Martha, but it's such an epic, and I've got so many sweeping epics. You do. Um, but that song is really good. Um, I might want to go in a different direction. Um I think uh, since there's no point in strategy anymore, I'm going to name some other really good ones. The next highest track on my board is uh, "In the Arms of Sleep," which I think is my favorite of the soft songs on the Blue Disc. Mm -hmm. Um, Just something about that little uh, that little uh, that slowly strummed uh, acoustic guitar part and everything. I've always loved that song. Um, Bodies is high on my list, uh, which is kind of not the most sophisticated pumpkin song, but it's just awesome, and I love it. Uh, yeah, that's still
0: still on my board,
3: yeah. for sure. Yeah, it's, it's so hard. It rules. Um, but I think... I'm just going further down my board and just picking things that I think are cool and weird. Uh, and so, first, I'm going to do... Um, this choice is possibly even stupid. Uh, the Crying Tree of Mercury. Um, <laughs> which is such a weird song you're, you're but a machine nerd it's so good i love this song um i don't even know i, I assume it's a synth but it even could be a process guitar playing the little melody part um it's got that weird dirge-like uh rhythm and um uh the title rules i would love to see a tree that was crying mercury that's a great image um uh, very very machina um so or does uh, that's belong, my choice there does it belong to mercury mm, good point i just i just assumed i was imagining silver tears coming out of the bark of a tree and that would rule um i would watch that movie um and then 17th um you tell me which of these two choices is weirder because this one is also weird but uh space boy um honestly should probably be a b-side more of a b-side than anything else but uh just even if it's just for the incredibly over-the-top melodramatic way they use melatron which is by the way like infinitely better than the uh actual strings they put on disarm which are uh uh just kind of kind of too corny to be taken seriously at this point um but uh, I love Space Boy. It's a surprisingly catchy song. It's about his weird brother. Um, and uh, they do a great job of producing a strange um, acoustic ballad into like a strange acoustic pop art song, sort of.
0: Yeah, I mean, both of these songs, not on my list. I think they're both. <laughs> uh, I mean, obviously, I like pretty much every pumpkin song. Uh, crying yeah. tree. I give a lot of credit to for the, the, the song itself. I'm the production. I'll defend it, but I, I think it's, that's probably what, you know, it doesn't really like match up with me how they ended up putting it on the album. Um, mm.
3: I like it. I don't even yeah. know how the other versions of it. I just like it the way it is.
0: Oh no, I don't really know other versions. I guess I've heard him play it okay. like, you know, acoustic, but I just mean the the,
3: uh, uh that's, that's
0: sort of my. That would just be why I didn't make my my big board. Um, That's yeah. interesting,
3: just because I think the production is why I like it.
0: But go ahead. Yeah. yeah, and then Space Boy is yeah, it's just a it's a it's a cool song, um, just not one that that the content has never quite connected with me for that. That's one. fair.
3: It's really like, and it's not the lyrics that get me so much as just like the way mm. he sings it. Uh, yes, so totally. There's <laughs> a
0: more of a like nine, like that's, it's sort of like kind of like other nineties bands, um, uh-huh. a sh- like a Chicago sound, um, <laughs> there that I, that's, that I really like. Yeah. Um, all Siamese dream songs are good. Um, yes. And, uh, here matter. we are the last song. Um, mm-hmm tempted to pick the last song from um, uh which is which is great um let's see what's on the board i'm gonna go ahead and eliminate i think i have enough of the greatest hits so you know obviously still somewhere around here are tonight tonight and rocket uh today yeah today is on is a little later on the list um all good songs but i don't think necessary for this particular mix Tonight Tonight might be the one pumpkin song that, despite being so good, has suffered from being overplayed for me. I might be. Yeah.
3: For a song that's like trying that hard to be like, you know, sort of like operatically gorgeous, it's tough to listen to it 500 times. The the epic swells.
0: Yeah. Like when I went to, I think, because I kind of knew, I knew the set list when I went to see their, you know, big, It was the 25th anniversary tour. I can't remember what it was. Um, Like, and I during landslide and tonight tonight was when I was like, I was like, I have to pick a time go to the bathroom. This is gonna be the time. (laughs) Like, I got back for the end of tonight tonight. But um, it's an awesome song. That's just to say I've I've heard it a lot. Um, And uh, what would you say? What was the highest left on your board?
3: to uh for Martha. That's yeah. my 10th song on my board, but I didn't end up taking it. Yeah, still Just on my I board have so many epics.
0: Bullet is on my board. Um hmm Galapagos Pennies.
3: Oh, see Galapagos was like not even close to being on my board. That might be the one that you have that we have rated the furthest apart. That would be on the lower end of my pumpkins album tracks.
0: Interesting. Uh, was, yeah, that's that's another one I've yeah. come to a little later uh um because of the instrumentation it's still on the board uh pennies i've uh, got mm-hmm. dreaming the uh blondie cover mm. which see
3: i didn't uh, consider covers if i was gonna do covers never let me down again would have been high on my list got it yeah uh, uh yeah.
0: the the dream dreaming that song is fucking awesome in headphones like whatever mm. they did with it it's crazy Oh that's man, I'm gonna, I'm okay. I'm not going to name like 10 other songs.
3: Um <laughs> Um I'm going to name my highest Machina 2 song, which was uh, Speed Kills but Beauty Lives Forever. Um, good one. That's a really good song. Yeah, I think I Dro- just listened to it.
0: Dross is my highest song on there and I have mm-hmm. let me give the world to you uh as well. Um um, no- I
3: think "Pennies" should be shouted out for being a great pop rock song that nobody knows about. Like, yes. could have been a radio hit.
0: I was about to say "Pennies" was the next was uh, the next song my uh, one of the next ones on my board too. I
3: love that song. Um, mm-hmm. I I could I could easily imagine a world where that was like. Uh, the single after 1979 or something and, uh, was pretty popular and, you know, got played on the chick rock stations and stuff like that.
0: Totally. Someone should cover it
3: now. Yes. That's a good idea.
0: Um, let's see here. How long can I delay this decision? It's getting pretty late. Um, bodies <laughs> is still out Do, there.
3: Yeah. Uh, what I considered, but didn't get on there, uh, was once upon a time from a door, which is a ridiculous song. Um, but I mean ridiculous really yeah. in the sense that it's like just weird, but it's so good. It's beautiful. Anyway. Hold on, I gotta, I gotta um, count the bangers. Let's see, one,
0: two, one, three. All right, I've got the bangers.
3: Uh. Hmm. <laughs> Mouths of babes, Yeah. Silver fuck. No,
0: silver fuck is like. I le- I can't. I can't. If I can't take live versions of that song, I can't do ah. it. That's just not going to work. Transformer is still out there as well. That's a fun one. <laughs> the um, everlasting gaze. That is on my list too. Frail and bedazzled. Uh, I mean,
3: Plume, that, I had high from from that uh, album.
0: Yeah, Plume is actually my highest uh, Pisces song left. Um yeah. yeah actually, I
3: didn't choose I, a Pisces song, but that might have been mine.
0: Actually, I'm I'm gonna say fuck it and take plume. I love that song. Yeah, and it it's, it's so good. It really is what the that's the feeling I'm getting right now. My boredom, my boredom has outshone the sun. Let's go. <laughs> yes,
3: let's classic go. Yeah. so good.
0: Yeah, glad we talked that through. Um, but mm-hmm. R.I.P. to I think for Martha and their airplane flies high. The song.
3: Oh yeah, both of those deserve. Yeah, to it. I can't. They, they should have been put. The airplane flies high on my list that's that's a great song
0: yeah that's uh you know between a- if I hadn't picked XYU I probably yeah. would have picked that here but mm-hmm. uh, I'm glad I got plume uh it is a uh, uh I don't know it's 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 the the pace is unique for a pumpkin song um, yeah, totally. a little shoegazy but you know uh, in its tone but of course with much more uh movement um mm-hmm. and some really cool lyrics and some amazing some like uh what's the word i'm looking
3: for uh i don't know i love the production uh, just the yes, guitar sound the
0: guitar on. playing if it's a uh, what do you call if someone's very good at virtuosity There Vir- we go thank you virtuoso <laughs> virtuoso guitar playing there you um, go. perfect um paul that concludes the draft
3: yeah okay so next episode we should come back uh having arranged our mixtapes and lay out the track list and like have a brief discussion at least about who did a better job once you see it all put together
0: totally just like we did we said we were going to do it with the Radiohead one, and definitely did. we say did. that
3: and then not do it? Definitely <laughs> did on the next
0: episode.
3: Well, it's such a good idea I had it twice, and such a good idea I'm going to fail to do it twice. Yes. So that's just my life. There you go. Uh, this um, was
0: this was fun. Yeah. It's like, it was good. I, I was like, this will be different this time. But like the Radiohead a- episode, I'm just kind of annoyed that like I couldn't have all the songs. <laughs> I,
3: don't I know. There are. I didn't think it was gonna feel that way so much, but then at the end I was just like eh, I can't not pick all these other songs. This sucks.
0: Yeah, and I'm like and also I think that us like just picking I'm like, Well, I want like the songs that were on the top of my board that you have. <laughs> you know, like it's, it's yeah. Like, it's, yeah. It's we should have yelled at each other about like the thirty like just made a thirty song playlist or something like that.
3: Yeah, Maybe not thirty. It's good. This is fun way to it do fun. it. Yes. Yep.
0: No, it's awesome. All right, we finally did it.
3: We finally did it. We picked the best Smashing Pumpkins songs. All the Pumpkins fans agree that we are right. And yes, great. Yes, and we're coming. Um,
0: we're coming back for one hundred and one, and it's going to be all new music. The Pumpkins are banned from the podcast for five episodes.
3: I was about to say the same thing. Only That's if Billy dies. Idea. Only if Billy yes. dies will we mention them. Do you hear that, Billy? You have to fucking kill yourself to get on this podcast. <laughs> oh, God. I shouldn't say that because you might do it. Finally uh, <laughs> made it. He'll die in a wrestling accident. <laughs> yes, true.
0: Thanks um, for thanks for listening. Uh, yes, thank
3: you to our roasters, uh, our roast masters, um, uh, especially Taylor. Uh, yours was the best. And um, <laughs> yeah, uh, roast us, rate us, and review us on iTunes, please. You know, with like five stars and shit. Um, but like you can textually roast us as long as numerically.
0: Now that you have a hundred episodes, it's a big
3: enough sample size to decide whether we should get five stars or not. Exactly. Exactly. Um, thanks Joe. This is fun. Thanks for recording all these stupid fucking episodes with me.
0: Yes. No problem. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Um, and I think I'll, I'll end by saying, um, man, just, uh, uh, uh fuck you for putting all your stupid music opinions in my head all these bands that i liked (laughs) you told me they weren't good now that are tracks that mean a lot to me and now so much stuff that all i can think about is our dumb conversations that we've had about them
3: (laughs) exactly (laughs) well shit man get out of my head In a very real sense, you have been doing that since we were 16 and just talking about the bands we wanted. Like, oh, like I have molded my taste to uh, make sure that Joe would not think I was an idiot for having it. Um, so uh, I, welcome, yeah. I welcome death so I can have a clean
0: slate. <laughs> music <laughs> opinions
3: again. no you wake up in the afterlife and all of a sudden you know all music from throughout human history future and past and uh it just becomes worse oh um, god <laughs> yeah exactly oh man all right all right A 100 more good night, joe let's go yes good night Woo!